Shut up, I love it. Virus detected. Virus detected. To clear your computer of this virus, shut up, I love it. You better love it. And I am here with my favorite virus. Sasha Filer, and I'm here with my second favorite virus. HPV, and also Joe Cabello. And we're here with John McAfee. Hello, everybody. We're called Shut Up, I Love It. It's a podcast where we invite a special returning guest in this case talk about something underrated, underappreciated, misunderstood, maybe, maybe unknown. We'll find out. We're just plain weird, but you know what's most important? That they love it. Joining us today, he is an actor, comedian, improviser extraordinaire. Welcome back, Nate Ballard. Hey, uh, thank you for having me back. Thank oh, you. it's a pleasure um, and it's a full back. house. With you, John McAfee, and I'm just going to keep pushing. I'm going to push it so much so that Sasha can't edit it out. And I know she wants to. Oh, uh, she wants to, but she probably won't. So whatever uh, you I'm do, gonna make it's sure going to stay can. there. All right, Nate. It's so great to have yes. you again. Now for the first time in your two visits to talk about something that isn't um, uh, Nathan Fielder related mm-hmm. or is it so, so far so as far Ooh. as we know <laughs> ah. yeah we don't know there could be some sort know. of connection so all that is suffice to say what did you come to talk about that was john mcafee thanks john um why don't you let the host handle the show um i uh i um i came to talk about internet privacy and security but through email exchanges back and forth with Sasha, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the central, it's the central topic, but I don't know, maybe it's like uh, adjacent to the central topic, which the shut up, I love it part of it is um, kind of a, a learning on uh, auto autodidacting, uh, learning through one's own uh, will that oh man i'm i'm doing a good job of explaining this, this. um the uh what is the word i used in the email I the um asphyxiation is that it that's what it is um uh or it's the opposite of asphyxiation it's getting more oxygen in your system because you learned about it on your own uh and gives you that sense of um uh man there's a word i'm looking for but i can't remember what it is um I'll say encouragement, self-encouragement. That's not the best way to explain it, but um, I will come up with the word in a second. Um, mm. But anyway, <laughs> I would have spent the excellent. whole podcast talking about it. Yeah. So how about we start? We could start with your story here um, because obviously whatever the broader thing you're getting at is really because of cybersecurity, right? Yes, yes, yes. So during the pandemic, um, what at the beginning of it, when lockdown had begun, um, I did not think too far ahead into my future about what I was going to tackle as far as projects go. Uh, I've had a few in the pipeline personal projects that I still have yet to complete, which, uh, you know, would have been logical sense to work on those. Uh, but I don't know. I, my brain wasn't, uh, wasn't geared in that direction. So anyway, I was listening to a podcast that is about con people, people that con, 
people that uh, none of them were named Con, but um, not Comic Con. What? Not Comic Con. Not Comic Con. No, no, no. Uh, that's the brother of James Con. Not many people know that. Um, He's but the comedian uh, brother. <laughs> um, you know, actually, in, in real life, when you have a conversation, he's kind of serious. Um, but um, he doesn't. He turns it on and off. Um, but I turn this podcast on, and um, the the day I was the episode I was listening to, it's called the podcast. Oh man, I'm gonna have to reference a bunch of stuff here. I gotta get my brain in working order. Um, the podcast is called P- Pretend, and. Um, Usually there's not a guest on. Usually it's one guy, the host, breaking down a story about a con person. Um, and they're actually very, very decent uh, episodes. He's a very good researcher. Yeah, he's a little cheesy as a host, but um, but it's worth it's worth listening to if you like the con stuff. Um, uh, Comic-Con as well. Uh, but he had a guest on this episode, um, a guy who's named by uh, Michael Basil, not uh, that's a pseudonym. That's not his real name. Uh, I don't know his real name because he is make sure that nobody knows his real name. This guy is like he used to work in the government. He's started. Uh, I know he he talks about his old jobs every so often. He has his own podcast. I'm jumping ahead, but he is um, he is like a super privacy security nerd. Like he's so well well educated and well versed in it that i it doesn't seem like he's ever reading off notes i'm sure he is sometimes but he is so quick to answer people's questions that i can't imagine that he um that he doesn't just know this stuff i mean some stuff he probably researches but he just he is so um he's so in depth with it and he doesn't have this government job anymore he works now as a uh he's a uh he has a private uh private firm, I guess, that get hired by, I mean, I think it runs the gamut of like people who are celebrities, people who are in, in um, high profile situations a lot where they need privacy and security. So, Mm. you know, fans or people that don't like them or whatever, uh, don't find them and do things either over overly gush to them or do things that make them overly gush, if that makes sense. So, um, gush means Stabbing. You know what I'm talking about, John. Uh, so, um, <laughs> so, uh, shoot. What do okay. you mean, gush? I mean, oh, oh well, well but, either like uh, obsessed with them, right? Or on the yeah, other hand, they're they wanna, evil and they want to, yeah, they want to gush as in like they want to make the person bleed, you know, it's like, it. or never, they, never heard of that. And I use gush <laughs> in the only positive way. So what yeah, do I I, oh. I, it's usually well, more. Actually, it's uh, I'm usually gushing when I'm getting viruses on my computer. Sure, sure. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. So um, I was a novice at the beginning of this whole thing. I knew I knew I knew some about computers. I knew just very, very, very much not even dip my toe in. I wouldn't say I. I was not a fanatic. I did not know. Um, I did. I don't even know what things are called. Um, I mean, I know what a computer is called. It's called a computer. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know models, um, and I don't know models of computers. I know models. Heidi Klum. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Zendaya. Um, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Iman. Yeah, she's a model. Uh, it sounds like a model. Um, it's a model name. Um, so. Um, Listening to this podcast, this guy was interviewing this other guy, and 
it was a four-parter and that's this podcast pretend doesn't usually have four-part interviews so the first part was this uh this security guy who's really uh you know like i said in depth on it he was explaining very early on in the interview about the basically the basic question was asked what can just a layman do to beef up their own privacy and security online um what's some simple things what's something that doesn't cost money you know and it he made so many great points and i was i remember i was this doesn't matter but i was driving to get gas and at that moment i thought well i uh i might as well you know do some of these steps that he's saying to take because i have the time and um you must got a big tank and I had you a, a big, big gas yeah, tank, yeah, so got, you're just like, hey, I got I got a 45-gallon tank. I'm going to be here for about 15, 20 minutes 15, filling it up. I might minutes. as well do yeah. some of these, sure. these things. Yeah, so so I did some of those things there. Uh, it turns out I didn't have the equipment. Uh, my phone, though, did work uh, for some of it. But for the most part, it's better to do some of these things on, uh, on the old, uh, like I said earlier, I cited the word computer. Mm. If you have one, um, if you can, I mean, I'm sure you could do some of those things on your phone, but... Uh, but I basically listening to this podcast, I basically came to the conclusion that not just myself, but, uh, most people I know, uh, that are in the entertainment industry, cause that's most people I know my family for sure. Uh, we have the equivalent uh, mostly, and I would say, I, I'm just going to keep it to Americans cause, uh, I don't know how much it's in, how much, um, emphasis is put on in, uh, overseas, but. Uh, we have the, a lot of us, not everybody, has the equivalent of our front doors, not just unlocked, but open. So basically, if we're, you know, there's certain things that I did that I, I mean, just would, uh, in my mind, be equivalent to shutting the door, at least, if not locking it. Um, the, also, this is a lot to get into, so I will try and be, I know I'm already saying this, uh, this is not going to prove my point, but I will try and be brief with certain things. It might be best if you all just ask questions. Um, just listen to that I'll... other podcast. <laughs> the, yeah, just listen to your that. preamble uh -huh. is basically just encouraging people basically. to listen to this other podcast. Yeah, it's called Pretend, and it was I don't know, it was two seasons ago, two at least. Um, but I switched over from that podcast. I still listen to it, but I switched over after the first couple of interviews because I said four parts. So I flipped over to listen to this guy on his podcast. Sure. And his podcast is called OSINT Privacy and Security. OSINT is open source intelligence. Um, that's basically like anybody who's understanding, um, uh, well, the way he's using the term, people who are not necessarily professionals, but they understand enough about computers and about um, what to do with them, uh, either nefariously or non-nefariously. Uh, and usually OSINT's not nefariously. You're trying to catch like hackers. It's called like, it's like white hat ha hacking is called um there's a bunch of terms i learned i i also don't want to just be long-winded and be boring here so um so please stop me at any point if this stop. is just getting oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay well this is a great background i feel like that's that's definitely helpful yeah. so this so is, i dived you in were, yeah you were then. ignorant before that yeah and, and then, then and then after that the hole i went down the rabbit hole was uh it is endless it has a lot of offshoot holes and I have also learned, like, it, when I got into it, I, like, went way into it, almost too deep. And mm. then I had to, 
pull myself out of it a little bit. And it gets overwhelming at times, especially not, not as so much anymore, but at first it's definitely like a thing I had to take breaks from, you know, working on, working on this or that. Yep. And then being like, but you could, but if you really truly were obsessed, you could have an endless amount of information and never get through it all. It's, it's, it, it also, it changes like this. Some of the stuff I may talk about today, might be might be different now like mm. there some of the uh, some of the ways to set yourself up for privacy and security might have already been thwarted or there might be upgrades that have you know different practices are now uh, are uh, are more um uh what's the word uh say yes to uh what is the word Enthu- uh um, you know what i'm saying exactly. <laughs> i don't know if you know what i'm saying but um maybe. okay well if we just go with the questions to start off with um sure. Why do you specifically need, like, like you, who you are in life as a human being, why do you need protection slash uh, security uh, online? Yeah, like, like why, why do you think, is it like, is it like a human, basic human right? Or is there something else? Like, what is the ideology slash practical reason behind you even getting into all of that? Right. Um, well, uh, I, I definitely, I mean, I have plans for the future of our country and I need to hide those. Um, but not really. Uh, it's, it, I, that's a, I feel like there's a long answer there, but I'm going to try to find the shortcut version. I feel like I, I, I didn't look at it like that philosophy, which a lot of people do do adopt, which is, um, I don't have anything to hide, so why should it matter? Um, and I don't, uh, this is less political and more just, uh, human, humanistic, in my opinion, um, that if we have that mentality about something, then, uh, then we're basically saying we're not, we're abstaining from voting for it, right? Um, I mean, like, whether it's a government thing or not, we're just, we're just not going to put any headspace into it, not put any energy to it. Okay, fine. But then if something were to happen, that then caused, like, the people that are, I don't have anything to hide. Well, great, but you do have a social security number. You do have a driver's license with your address on it. What if you do, I mean, uh, you know, I'm just going to throw out some random scenarios, but like, um, okay. All right. All right. I actually got a, I got a real world scenario. The, um, the attack, uh, not attack. Well, it kind of was attack. It was an assault on the census. Uh, the thing that happened, uh, January 6th, uh, what, two years ago, um, that, so when that happened, uh, a bunch of OSINT type people online sleuthing, uh, took place shortly after where there were subreddits where and if uh if i use terms that need to be defined let's let me know um subreddits that uh these online sleuthers were were basically um comparing notes they used the camera footage from either the news cameras and or the security cameras that were around uh the uh, in washington and um they they were trying to face identify each person that was involved in the uh in the insurrection is that right? Is that the right word? The right term? I believe um, so. Depending on who you talk to. <laughs> talking to you two and John. Um, so, uh, <gasps> um, uh, let's see. So, face matching took place, and there are websites, there are very high-powered websites that exist uh, that are just free to use 
for people and we can do it right now if you wanted to but um uh they're not 100 percent accurate they just give you an idea so it's like the face matching recognition i don't know if this is exactly how it works but this is probably similar it it basically um the camera you know takes an image and then this software that's online will basically map out you know where the cheekbones are where the eyes are all that stuff lips nose and then compare it to other pictures in their database or other pictures that on just online database i mean the search function is so rapid it's insane on this website i'm talking about that has the facial recognition anyway i don't know if they use this they could have built their own uh what's called an api uh, i don't remember what it stands for but it's basically making your own software um but uh they compared notes and they came across one picture and they were and somebody was like yeah oh i i found out who this guy is and uh they found so they found this guy's facebook and they uh started to dox him like immediately which is basically uh you do deep dive research into people and then everything you can pull up about their identity about who they are things they've done anything that you can find about them online their address their phone number um, date of birth, all that stuff, uh, their children's addresses, socials, date of birth, all that stuff. It all gets doxxed or as much as they can find, they put it online for anybody. So then people can harass these people. This guy was not involved in the insurrection. This guy had receipts, uh, cause the government got involved cause they, they took this tip from these online people, went to the guy and, um, and through interview realized that this guy had was not even in the state like his the receipts he had were from home depot and then i don't know i don't know how far away he was but he was not even close and the guy didn't even live in washington anyways not to say you need to live in washington to be in this thing but um uh so this guy got docs he got death threats his parents got death threats if i remember he had to move out of his house um i know that they got harassed there were I mean, I think people went to try and if I remember correctly, I don't I either my imagination is people went to go try to kill him or I mean, I think it was just the threat there more than anything else, like the danger of all that. Um, and that's all because he had a Facebook picture that I guess was matching similar to this other person who was actually at the insurrection. Well, yeah. So how do you so say what <laughs> I mean, I'm interested to see how the cybersecurity could help that. Well, I mean, and this is what I uh, was saying, like, you know, simple things we can do that don't cost us anything except for just a little bit of time. Uh, he could have uh, privated his Facebook profile. OK, I mean, I know not everyone does that. And that's that. It Also, the the things that I learned, um, I took for me, but. I don't think I, I think everyone needs to assess their own threat model. I don't think everyone's going to be in the same boat as far as like what they feel is important to secure and what's not. Right. But I mean, the fact so so like the idea that um, uh, that, you know, what could he have done to prevent this? Well, uh, privating your Facebook still might have your profile picture, but they're not going to be able to get his information, at least from the Facebook profile. They also, um, I mean, went online and harassed him. Um, there was another, there was another, I'm trying to remember the exact, like, there was another, there was another element of it that he could have done to prevent this, but I'm trying to remember what it was, and I don't, because to, to answer your question, Joe, I don't, 
I don't quite remember because even if you had your profile picture up there and your account was private, you could still see the picture and therefore still get face matched. Yeah, but, and then somebody's uh, gonna find him. Someone's gonna say, "Hey, who is this? Right. Oh, that looks like Jim right. from down the block." But I was at him, Home yeah. Depot with him. Um, uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Then it must be him. Um, but um, but the, well, the whole point of the story, more than anything else, more than how he pre- he could have prevented it, was um, what? And I'll rack my brain to try to remember, but um, was that he was a it didn't matter what he felt about privacy and security he he could have had the same um idea of i don't i i don't have anything to hide what does it matter well you could be accidentally facial recognized and uh has nothing you weren't even involved and yet now because there's certain steps you didn't take and now that stuff's out there but also like i don't and i don't know if this happened but if people want to get into you know a person's system there are ways to do that, and there are there are ways to make that difficult for them. If you think about it, like an assassin versus like um, uh, a mass killing, um, like a random mass killing or serial killer as an MO, like that's all that's all just random. Like that that sucks, but there there is the assassin. I'm getting to it in a second. I'm now I'm like I'm kind of off shooting, but the assassin is if, if basically if somebody wanted to hack me hack me they could um probably if they have enough time energy and effort regardless of how secure i am i could be the most secure person but if i but if an assassin's coming after you they have their target in their sights or you know they want to have their target in their sights so they're going to do everything they can to figure out that person's whole life so then they can find the best way to get to them same thing with privacy and security most most um terrorism online is is mostly just big batch random terrorism, if you will. Terrorism might not be the right word, but uh, but it's it's not it is very few cases. I feel like, or or there are many less cases that are personal that are personal that are going directly for the first. So okay, oh go ahead. Did you have a question? Yeah, I uh, think so that's 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 pretty helpful too. Like I, I this story. I mean, as anecdotal as it is, um, it's a good example of like you can get got without you even just getting involved in say any of this you know like you're just living your life right. like going on facebook and one day you an unlucky lottery you know and uh you win the unlucky yeah. lottery and you you your life is ruined so that's just one like extreme anecdotal example and i mean that's that's strong enough um for for the illustration of how the extreme example or one of the extreme examples of how you can get targeted without you being even involved in any case but i think let's just let's just see if we can approach now the subject from what have you done since then immediately that Mm -hmm. uh, has increased your um well confidence at least maybe in security if not security yeah and that's by the way that's the word i was looking for at the beginning of the show confidence my own self-imposed confidence through uh, self-learning. It it makes me feel better, which makes me, you know, uh, uh, feel like I can accomplish other tasks that maybe I didn't think I could. Um, Because, like, again, I had no knowledge of this stuff. So, and I I am definitely still a layman on it. Like, my, I don't know all the terminology, so I just use my own, my own words to to try to explain it. You improvise. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I definitely didn't script it. So um, that would be something though, to script all the ums and uhs and pauses. Uh, so <laughs> uh, a couple things I did immediately um, are passwording VPNs. Uh, I'm just labeling a few different things. I'll go through. So Pat, oh, we'll start with the passwords. Uh, he he went through a couple different ways to secure your passwords a little bit more. Um, a lot of people, what I was using at the time was my browser. So I had Safari, it has the password manager. That security is more beefed up now than when I listened to the show. Uh, I think over the pandemic, I feel like a lot of security got implemented because people were using the internet more just in general. Yeah, and um, people who were never even really using it. You yes, know, like old, right. some older people. Or oh, young, the people. babies who became grown-ups. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's true. I, I mean, the the biggest target of these, of what I would, I, I guess I'll just say mass attacks, but like, you know, just, just like general hacking. And hacking is not, it, that's kind of a misnomer as well, but, uh, but the general people that usually get duped by a lot of this stuff are the older generations. Um younger kids are more savvy to this i don't know how much how savvy they are to, to online privacy and again you know assess your own threat model uh being an actor being a model uh, not myself but but like being out there in the public eye you will probably it probably behoove you to have social media or have instagram right so not not everyone's willing to get rid of something like that and that's okay they, that it's basically you know so security versus convenience what's what's going to be the most convenient way to be secure or is there a way to be convenient and secure a lot of times you have to sacrifice something so the password manager was the first thing um uh he explained how people can get into somebody's system through their wi-fi connection uh through their router but if you go but especially unsecured wi-fi at like a hotel or at um, a starbucks that's where a VPN, a virtual uh, private network, is is most useful because it's masking your IP address. And I might be telling you all stuff you might know already, but um, the IP address for every device that you use for your phone, your computer, anything that uh, even coffee maker, if it if it connects to Bluetooth online, it has an IP address. So these are things that can be potentially hacked, uh, potentially, you know, a backdoored into, if you will. Um, the uh, most common and the, mo the thing that gets backdoored into the most, apparently, according to this, uh, or some research at some point that I came across, are TVs. Because smart TVs don't have security on them. They just don't. They're not built like that. Because the companies that make TVs don't usually focus on privacy and security online. Um, so... Uh, so that's something that, you know, it's like, well, I can't really get a VPN to put on my TV because they have to, you have to have an interface to be able to, in, to be able to put it on to, but you can put it on your router. It's that also kind of screws that convenience I talked about because a VPN, if it's not some, sometimes it doesn't work properly or it's, it just has a lot of traffic going through maybe the channel you're using and it slows things down quite quite a lot so you have to find a different channel well if it's just on your router then you're gonna have to go to your router you have to like take it off plug it into your computer reprogram it or or i guess not really take it off but like it depends you can get a vpn with a box but usually more it's a virtual box anyway um uh that's the weeds of it but 
That sounds like it sucks if you're just trying to avoid being implicated in the January 6th insurrection. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, that's the big goal. Like, I was actually there, so I needed to. uh, I wasn't there. For any listeners, I was not there. I was supporting from home. So, um, uh, (laughs) but basically, um, the passwords... So, yeah, I said all that to say that if people wanted to, even at home, uh, get into my computer somehow through a backdoor way and i don't know how to do that like i just understand the concept of it but i don't i couldn't walk through the steps i don't know how to write code or anything like that um but uh they they could then get to your browser and and the way browsers were uh, at least where i started at the beginning of the pandemic uh not every browser uh but safari at least was not as secure as i think it is now that just still doesn't mean they can't get into it um so the the rule the the general rule being try not to have your passwords on any browser if you're gonna if you're gonna have if you want a password manager because people now have you know hundreds if not thousands of passwords then they should transfer all that over to a password manager um and i can get into those uh, like what specific uh, are the most secure what aren't but um uh, but to get them off your browser um and then the even before all of that the one thing like there's basically i can tell you just two simple things that won't even take me going into in-depth stuff yeah. passwording um so i was a person because he called it out on the podcast one, i was two, three nathan was your password <laughs> okay so your you've gotten into my password <laughs> it was uh it was password one two three just pat or was it just password that was my <laughs> Um, uh, but close and moreover, it's like, I use one password for multiple accounts, which is pretty common or people use the same password, but then put a one at the end or an exclamation mark, right? This, this is like common practice that everybody, that all hackers completely understand. So, so if someone were to break into my eBright account, which I don't ever use, I, I signed up once because I wanted to accept an invitation somewhere. And that, and if I use the same password that I use as my blanket catch-all, not for my email maybe, but for most of my other things, then the person is able to get into that and then find out, maybe they just get my date of birth in that, right? But they now know that they know the password. So now they're gonna try that password blanket across all all things that they think I use app wise uh, or that I signed up for and maybe collecting a bunch of data over seven sites. They find, they do find my, um, my last four digits of my social, but then they find the first five some other way. You know what I mean? Like um, uh, they can, they can cobble together through all these different accounts this and build a profile. Again, that would be more on being targeted, but, the whole idea behind this and this was like a big concept that i was like oh my gosh yes this is why i decided to enact anything in the first place because he said he he said the thing about privacy and security online people don't take action until something's already happened but you want to try and prevent something from happening in the first place now again you can't prevent it necessarily no matter what you do i mean like if you were really truly being targeted i mean you know, it's just the caution would go way up. But um, but uh, there are things you can do that um, make them have to take more steps and they're not going to waste their time. For instance, on a gas on a gas pump, on a gas station pump, there are these um, uh, 
um, skimmers that get put that you place. So people, so um, a nefarious actor will come by a gas station, put a skimmer, which you can you can Amazon a skimmer right now. They are they're these little they're these small little plastic pieces that goes just right over where you swipe your credit card mm -hmm. on the actual pump. And then these skimmers collect about, I don't know, uh, I'm guessing, uh, let's say 25,000 um, swipes. So it might be less, uh, might be more, but those swipes, not only are they taking your credit card number, but everything that's associated with that account, um, at least the base information, um, they're probably not taking, if you have a password uh, associated with that account, they're not gonna get that, but they, but they'll get your credit card number for sure. And then, and the date and even the number on the back, all that stuff uh, gets gets and they do this with like their their own software programs that probably they've built like AI machine type things. So yeah, I've definitely this is every holiday. These comes up on the news, oh. you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this, is, and this is one of the oldest this and then email phishing. Those are the, like the oldest scams for online stuff. And I mean, the gas one's not so much online, but it starts offline but then it becomes online because they sell that information on the on the dark web and um and so they'll sell they, they sell basically a batch uh, a batch of um uh, credit card numbers and then they run those they run that whole batch through maybe um let's say they sold to somebody who for whatever reason wants a bunch of credit card numbers so they have a program that then just runs each credit card and tries to do this is just an example of what they can do with it um they might do you know a two dollar charge onto the account or uh you know like something very minuscule it could be 70 cents but very minuscule to see if it gets flagged if the bank flags it and if the bank doesn't flag it over a few days then they'll use that card well you can you can set up uh certain security things on your accounts uh so it'd be much harder for them to be able to do this and in fact if you have a whole batch of credit card numbers and you're running this program to try and you see which one is you know uh usable right now they're they're not going to stop if one if one is not usable if one has a credit freeze on it they're not going to stop and be like oh let's uh let's see if we can penetrate this account they're just going to move on so mm -hmm. those are that's one thing you could do you know my car recently got quasi broken into because my door me my lock mechanism kind of uh was not working right properly and uh so when i thought i locked it it was still unlocked and i got into the car the next day nothing was broken but like my stuff was strewn about there wasn't anything to take in there really they took my manual and my registration which i was like That's oh annoying. man yeah and in my registration specifically wow. it's like out of all the things i'm like man that's like that's my identity so they could be yeah. utilizing that in some way but um but be but that was just a person i'm guessing just walking by trying each car door mm -hmm. handle and mine was unlocked and i think that's that's really what i wanted to mm -hmm. kind of like secure up i wanted to tie up where loose ends like that i didn't like the vpn thing came came across my my uh mental vision uh later and i decided to go ahead and purchase one of those uh but you're really renting you don't really purchase one but but that is and even though that i do think everyone should have one of those i mean i think everybody I, vpns should just come standard like with software that you get uh or like like with apple or something like that but that's my opinion uh most 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 uh most jobs especially if they're if they have a lot of 
content that is precious to them, they will have a VPN on their on their system already. Um, but I think I think consumers should have them too. And it's not because I have secrets to hide. It's because I don't want these all these avenues, one of them to you know be penetrated. Uh, another one that I mentioned before, email phishing. That's like the oldest scam that still works to this day. I mean, people, and also phishing texts is now a thing too. When yeah, you get a text yeah. from a, a member, with it, it's all about clicking those links. If you can always avoid clicking a link within the system that you that you that you receive the email or text in, uh, you could. So what I usually do is, if I get an email, it's very rare that I get one that's that I'm like unsure if it's a scam or not. Usually, I'm pretty sure it is, right? But every so often, there'll be an email that. If I am just on the fence about you, I copy and paste the whatever the link is, uh -huh. and then go to my browser separately, and then uh, click because every time, so every time you click, let's say it's not even a nefarious phishing scam. Let's say it's Eventbrite or any any anything like could Shout be Amazon. Out for Eventbrite. Eventbrite getting some bad PR this yeah. episode. Well, hey, uh, uh, any PR is good PR um, when it's coming <laughs> from me. Um, so. Uh, uh, if you copy and paste that into your browser, then it can't access in a way access can't read. It doesn't have the ability to read your, your email stuff, but, and this is all, these are programs. This isn't a person behind the scenes doing this, like with, you know, just doing this all day with their time. They're building these programs that basically when you click that link inside the email, it still might take you to what looks like a legit website, but it can also it can also basically read the data, the the like the metadata that's behind all those all your emails. If you use an out, if you use Outlook on your phone, then that's you know multiple email addresses. But also any any business can do this too if they've hired the right company to uh, to do their PR, which is when they send out email blasts and they have a link in there to check to like you know um, if you want three free months of uh, whatever music or whatever, and you click the link within the email. It will give it now. This doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to do anything nefarious with it, but it'll it will give them access to basically the readability to see a bunch of more information about you, about how who you're interacting with, their email addresses, all that stuff. Um, and so, email phishing is, of course, just nefarious actors that are trying to either get you to suck, trying to get you to log in maybe to what looks like a bank website, but it's mm. actually their website, stuff like that. Um, uh, well, there. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You know what I'm more interested in, honestly, with this topic is not your knowledge or what you know about it, because I think right. there are better places for people to learn about. It. <laughs> no, no disrespect. <laughs> I would guarantee it. No disrespect to you. Um, Although I am for the first time, like learning things. Like I wouldn't be listening to those podcasts. Like I, I knew what fishing is, right. but like hearing it from Nate, like I am emotionally affected way more than I've ever yeah. been before. I I, I want to oh. know why you love this so much. That's I want to know what the hell this is. I mean, obviously, what you're saying is important. Um, we we need cybersecurity. We know that. Sadly, what, I wish we didn't. Why do you love it? Why were you attracted to this? Why is this something you begged us to come talk? To? the pot about <laughs> on the podcast well um, you did you were i on mean your hands i and need knees. my do like Say a what? pathetic dog you were on your hands and knees begging us. <laughs> look i needed my dose of my of masasha and joe <laughs> i couldn't help that um so i needed to figure something out quickly um <laughs> so you and sasha security. and I, 
That's why I learned. That's why. Actually, did I say I learned it from what podcast did I say? I meant Shut Up, I Love It was the <laughs> podcast. I was listening. But um, well, uh, what, at, yeah, go ahead. What, what makes you the person who gets obsessed with this? Well, and I would say it's, I'm, well, I definitely think the way my brain works is when I buy, when I, when I discover a new artist, musical artist, I am, the, I have a tendency to buy or to seek out the rest of their oeuvre, oh, all, all their albums, if I can. Um, I, I'm kind of a completionist in that way. I do think it's a little, I don't know, I'd call it OCD, maybe ADHD of me, which, you know, is a little, is a, is, is kind of cousins to OCD sometimes, but I, I just get obsessive in that way, but it does scratch an, an odd itch. In this specific topic, I felt like it was important enough and it, that that's what kept my that was the fuel in my tank for this. Like when I when I was learning about the email addresses and I was like, yeah, or I mean, not, uh, the passwords, like just like, yeah, this is a simple thing I can do is take them all off the browser and then write them down or put them on to a password manager, you know, whatever the person feels most comfortable with. Um, but that's something I can do. It's going to take my it's going to take time, but I'd rather I'd rather do it never know that I how close I was to a thread, then deal like the headache and the time it takes that or that can take the upheaval that could happen. I mean, and it is all, you know, it's all in that miscellaneous category of like, maybe someday, I hope not. I mean, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope that it's not like these things are not as imperative as they used to be or or have any of ever, that. But have you ever looked into the stats of like how often people are hacked per year at a certain level or identity stolen? I would assume identity theft. I mean, it's happened to me twice. I would assume I, I have no idea. I mean, I was going to make a, I was going to make a guesstimate. Hopefully those two times uh, were, million. they were before yeah. you got into cybersecurity. I'm hoping those two times. They were, they were both at gas stations. They were both when I used the, yeah. so at gas stations, I go up, I don't even use the credit card swiper. I check if I had to, I would check to see if the skimmer's on there, but I don't even care. I go directly up to the thing and I pay with a credit card. If I'm going to use a credit card, I use cash if I can, but I pay with a uh, credit card up at the at the desk with the person, with the clerk. Mm -hmm. And it's it's annoying, but I mean, so I'm sacrificing the convenience of using mm -hmm. the pump. But honestly, I, I having, ha having it happen to me twice, I just can't like I don't want to even deal with because like that froze my credit card for a while or my it was my debit card actually so then that debit card I had to toss it you know I had to yeah. cut it up and toss it and then I had to wait for another one to come in yeah and uh and it took you know a few days plus I had so I had to unfreeze my account so I had to verify who I was and it's just all that it's takes so lot. much time yeah that happened to me a couple of times and it's always the pump too yeah mm. oh is it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean and it's it's like it's also like you're never gonna see this faceless criminal. It's it's unfortunate, yeah. you know, because you like, want them to die. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it has happened to me before. Combust, yeah. Yeah, you do want them to die and like have their uh, well, reproductive I organs mean, torn out, things of that nature. Well, definitely. I mean, if they don't die, they should at least take. Yeah, they should at least not have children because they're only gonna teach them bad practices. I mean, it's. There are so many horror stories I've heard, and that's it's very overwhelming in that sense. I like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of like the true crime, unsolved mysteries type stuff, and I feel like this does kind of 
lean into that category a little bit when I'm listening to the podcast because they when they tell these anecdotes, they are often of the true crime nature just based on the subject matter. It is um, true crime. It, it truly when you get is scammed, crime. It is true crime. So there's something yeah. you kind of said, um, and I don't have the exact quote, but it was akin to you know you're very uh, you tend to get very focused. Let's say on like knowing a whole band's discography, but this felt like something you could get obsessive about that was helpful or you had utility. And do you think is that is that accurate to what you said and what your history is? with uh, cybersecurity. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah, I think I think what's kept me going why why I'm still listening to so not the oh, I listen to both podcasts, but the the one I mentioned that got me into this, the guy he had on the OSINT podcast that that guy runs. That's I still listen to that. I've listened to another podcast about I I try to only limit myself to a couple. I mean, you could go nuts with this stuff. So, I try not to like I don't read a lot of articles about it. Sometimes I will if something's in the news. And by the time, by the way, if you hear about a breach in the news, it's already been public information mm-hmm. for weeks, if not months. Like it's it's oh, and that's I mean, uh, I don't know if I if you want me to get into it, but like businesses having our information, they can get ransomware on their system. So like if you stay at a hotel and then there's ransomware that gets put on their system, their internet, uh, their their uh, localized machines, the hacker will shut them out of their system and then call them or email or whatever and say, um, if you pay us this much money, we'll give you back all of, we'll, we'll let you back into your system and then you'll have access React, you'll, you'll have your access back to all the accounts, but we now have, you know, 100,000, 500,000, a million and a half accounts of people who have stayed at the Hilton. So you, if you want that information, if, if you don't want us to release that into onto the, the dark web uh, or, you know, sell it on the dark web or whatever, then um, then you have to pay us this much money and businesses won't always pay. And so they don't want to deal with it. Um, maybe maybe the person didn't shut them out of their system, but but they but the person did take you know a bunch of sensitive info and says we'll release it if you don't do comply with this. Da, da, da. And even sometimes they comply and they still the the hack yeah. the person still yeah. releases it. So this is also like that's another that's an example of something that can happen where it's as much as I'm like well I have nothing to hide. Well I could even do everything right. But yet these other companies, these businesses that I, I, I had to turn over certain information about myself, they can, you know, they are the ones that now have kind of like the control over that information, which, yeah. which, I mean, I'm not in a situation of where I've, I've, I have uh, masked my identity completely. Um, but I didn't know about a credit freeze, such a simple thing, no idea. And so this guy talked about like another simple thing you can do is freezing. So if you have a credit card or the three main credit bureaus, um, uh, which I have a document which has all this stuff and how to how to pursue it. But you go online to the uh, to the three main credit. There's actually six actually, but you go online to the six, and then you can request to put a credit freeze on all of your accounts. All that does is they give you a pin number, and then if you, let's say I wanted to buy a car with credit. Um, uh, I wasn't going to use my stack solo cash that day. So I I go to the dealership and I'm like, um, here's my credit card. And then they say, oh, I can't run it. It says it uh, has a freeze on it. Or I just say, if I remember that, of course, give them the credit card. And then I call my credit card company and I say, 
because uh, they in a fast track it's like a certain phone number that you can call mm. to unfreeze your account immediately because they the credit card companies don't tell us they have this ability but because they want you to spend the money they want you to spend they want to make it easy to spend exactly but um all you but it's but they do make the process easy to to unfreeze it if you need to unfreeze so why it. would you so freeze I it? i'm still lost yeah oh so you freeze your account so let's say somebody gets my credit card number from a gas kiosk they're if they're going to try to use my card for any reason they can't uh, you can you can also limit it you can say like credit freeze after 100 bucks or credit freeze after oh, 2000 the limit right 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 or you don't want to yeah, so buy starbucks anymore because you're buying way too much Starbucks, you say, give me a credit exactly. freeze at uh for four ninety five at Starbucks. I mean, you can use it to discipline. You're calling yourself. every day. Come on, just <laughs> one, one, one another just, time. Uh, Mr. Ballard, you've already used uh, your credit freeze for today, uh, or your credit unfreeze for today. Uh, and apparently, you can do it as many times as you want. I've never had to like call and unfreeze it yet, but I also don't make a lot of purchases on credit. But it's nice to know. And again, this is not a hundred percent, you know. Uh, hacker proof, but it's up in the 90s range as far as being able to use your credit card account. And it's something that it, it does take. It takes like four. If you want to do all six, it's going to take you probably over an hour. I'm not going to take you two. It might not even take you that long if you're really diligent about it. But there's a lot of things to click through. And there was one company that you have to actually call them and they don't, they don't make it easy for you to freeze it. But but it's all legal they they have to do it if you if you're asking for it and um and that's just another small preventative measure it's not you know it's not the end all be all but could a hacker uh, hack your information and call the company for you and freeze your account not to take your money but to make it more of a pain in the ass for you to spend your own money i mean if you haven't already freezed it yes but if you have that pin number that four-digit pin or whatever they give you, that's the key yeah. to unlocking it. But so, in this case, the hacker would have the four-digit pin now because they're I would, the one. If that, I didn't write it down, I wouldn't write that down. I or, or I'd write it down on a piece of paper. I wouldn't write. I wouldn't put that in a password manager. No, but like, I'm saying the hacker would be the one who called to freeze the account. Right, and right, right. They, so if you they would say, "I've set the thing to nine five 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 and then you would try to use your card. They said it's frozen, and then you'd call the place and they'd say, "What's the pin?" And you'd say, I don't know, because it was that the is, hacker who set up the and freeze. I'm, and I'm sorry, sir, we cannot let you into your account, like, or what you claim is your account. Yeah, that that's is... technically uh, able to happen? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a real thing. That's more there's, terrifying to me than them mm -hmm. stealing so, my money. There's a, there's a practice called planting your flag, which is you go to websites uh, or uh, um, corporations that uh, you either are think you might use or that you will never use but it's very popular for instance the usps you can make it anywhere you can make an account playing your flag is basically just going to the website so i went to the usps website and i just made an account i didn't i don't ever use it i have the password i mean on a piece of paper you know in my booklet or whatever but i don't i just forget about it now but i made it because if somebody wanted to make an account as and impersonate me and steal my identity that's another way they can do that which is going to these the, the, these places that have and i'm trying to think of others there's a lot but um but you know anything kind of practical that you would think oh i don't have an account for that place but i know that they 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 you can get an account for it. like people with a bank account don't have to log in online they don't have to have an online account 
that's a little bit more secure than what I'm talking about. But like the USPS website had, it, I'm sure, I, well, it seemed like the security wasn't, you know, uh, like robust, I'll say. But um, but either way, oh, somebody can make an account. USPS. A lot of bad press for some companies here. It's a diamond. Gas, stations? Yeah, well, Gas there, stations there is, are looking bad you know, today. Oh my gosh, people are going to stop getting gas because, well, uh, you know, don't stop getting gas, people. That's not healthy for your car. But uh, unless it's a hybrid, then you can get a little bit of gas. And if you have electric as completely, treat. as a treat, <laughs> it's like candy. If you have electric completely, just don't give get a gas. gas. Yeah, stop getting gas. Yeah. Save your gas for your ass. Uh, beans, the musical fruit. But um, uh, so shout out to beans. Um, but <laughs> beans, but. Um, but you can uh plant your flag at certain uh, in certain i i want i you want to say industries but uh certain companies that you know are very popular and that you don't have an account with already online again Ooh. i'll so i'll just tell so, my wife no honey i i applied to ashleymadison.com just to plant my flag and just she'll to plant be like oh my oh, god well. what do you mean plant your flag no no it's not what it sounds like you're like it's just sex just i'm talking about sex um uh you know actually ashley madison i mean i don't know if you remember but that was like one of the biggest that was like one of the early breaches mm -hmm. of big breach data of of like data hacking well because it was salacious that one it's like nobody yeah. cares that like oh no i shopped at barney's online and they breached my data but it's like ashley <laughs> madison that was right. That needs to be private. Unless you're planting yeah. a flag. I feel bad for all the marriages that were ruined just because a husband planted their flag. I didn't even think about like trying to plant your flag at a, on a online service like that. I'm sure I'm sure there's I don't know. I, I think there's some like there isn't there's not a lot of identity involved in that specific company. Um, if I'm thinking about like like FedEx, you'd probably want to plant your flag there. Uh, UPS, like I, anything that has mail, I guess. Anything but, that uh, used to uh, use carrier pigeons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Storks even. A lot of people don't think that, but storks as well. Um, uh, and, um, oh, another thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But um, when I said TVs earlier, hacking those, refrigerators, smart refrigerators are also something that uh, are easy to apparently easy to hack. Uh, and that's, that's called the Internet of Things, if uh, you didn't know the terminology beforehand, which is anything that's not a computer that can uh, access the Internet. Those are usually low security. Um, yeah, that sounds like all the freaking Alexas to me. Um, Alexa. OK, well, and I was going to say this earlier. Um, so there's three ma main um, and this is in quotes threats. Uh, online and one is the bad actors, the the black hat hackers, people that are just completely nefarious and have want to do it for you know their misdeeds for either money or just for whatever reason. But then there's Big Brother, uh, the government, whatnot, and then there's um, there are basically like the what I'll just say is like ads, but uh, but basically trackers, ad trackers online, and um, and that they pull your information they they store this information they see like ad trackers can track your what you're doing online and it no it's not a person behind the scenes it's like they again they've just built this ai machine software but they're online um basically uh the, the ad trackers are just like following the person as they switch tabs to a different website 
to this next website, like anything I go to, it's all attached to my profile. Um, and so those are the three main threat actors that, um, that we're talking about preventing against. And some of them may matter more than others to people. Uh, the government one, I mean, the government what has more do? access than we, than we know. Say what? What are you going to do? You know, against yeah, the exactly. Move to China exactly. and live a free life. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's technically free whenever when there's no privacy whatsoever. Then you are free. One hundred percent. Like there, that is an that is an interesting idea. Um, like if we're all out there, but it's just it's too vulnerable. We 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 have so much value on on an identity, and like we we put so much. I mean, we're we're now getting to the place where we're getting rid of identification cards, and we're the identification. So. There are, I mean, I was just listening to this thing. I already knew this, but I just refreshed my memory. Um, so the thumb nudist? pad. You were a nudist? I was. I, I am reformed now, or I'm trying to um, reform into you're, my fitting clothes. You're just a bottomless now. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, what can I say? I like to, like I said, I like to be free with those farts. So um, uh, with the say. phone, uh, that, <laughs> that, um, you know, the button at the bottom of the iPhone or now it's not even a button, but uh, usually they now have facial recognition, but they still have the thumbprint, I think. Mm -hmm. These things get stored at Apple and I'm not saying Apple. Apple has some of the best security out there. Google and Apple are both. Google has uh, some of the best security, but also some of the best ways to track people like ad tracking for just it's Google is insane. Like, but and their telemetry is in so much of other programs that people use. But uh, Apple also has really good security. So I'm not worried about them getting hacked. But if you use your thumbprint on your phone and your phone gets hacked, there are there might be this might have been patched up since the, since I heard this, but there are ways to, for people to get that thumbprint. And then it's almost worse. It's like it's like if that information's out there, then they can get into a lot of other things, a lot of other secure. I mean, I don't have anything that involves a thumbprint uh, besides the phone, which I choose to opt out of. But but like the Alexa, as you mentioned earlier, um, I mean, Amazon also has some of the very poor practices when it comes to online privacy. Uh, they they get they get into the, the thick of people and any Alexa, any Echo, any of those any of those things. Are listening all the time because there's no way they could turn on when you say Alexa unless and probably some people's Alexa's turned on when I said that uh, Alexa's turn off but um but those get those are listening already before I say the word Alexa because otherwise how would they know that I'm saying the Alexa but then other paradox yeah the uh, the Alexa docs um Alexa got docs <laughs> um but yeah uh <laughs> Uh, I feel like I've, I'm already like, I mean, well, I just can go great. forever. We're, I'm, I'm learning a lot. I feel your passion. Uh, my question right. before we go to the ratings slash here from Joe, <laughs> if he has another question, um, is what's the best way to safely watch pornography on internet? <laughs> great question. Gonna be uh, behind, question a so thank you. behind a VPN would be the first uh, thing because that masks your IP address. So... So nobody, so you can't get tracked if your VPN is on for the most part. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, make sure you're going to quality sites that aren't going to recycle the same old porn ever so often. Uh, you want some new stuff. So, so go to more um, of a content 
issue, right? <laughs> like, are you? We yeah. we don't need to know where you yeah, think has what? the best <laughs> pornography curation. But I'm telling you, if you want the most secure, best pornography, go to uh, go to my porn, you porn, uh, our porn dot porn, and then that should that should porn you for at least a little bit. These are all just um, pictures of you on this website. Uh, what can I say? Bottomless. I, I also want to, yeah, I want to, uh, want to support, want to support my nudies out there. Um, uh, there probably are secure poor websites. I just don't know what they are offhand, but, uh, once I get my hand involved, we'll see. You'll do some research. I'm sure. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then you can have me on just for the porn talk. Joe, uh, that would be funny. Yeah. If you guys had a, if y'all had a shut up, I love it. Porn. I keep edition. pitching it. Ah. But the only thing sure. I end up pitching is a tent. Joe, Joe, <laughs> oh, it's you like so camping? dark in your room. Like, <laughs> I can barely it, see you. It is upsetting. I should have put the light on. But this felt like, I feel like a hacker. If the audience could only see what it mm. looks like, I definitely mm -hmm. feel like this is the yeah. room I hack in. You're shirtless. Yeah. It's very I, dark. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not shirtless. <laughs> I have my long sleeve shirt draped over my neck over my tank top. That's okay. different, yeah, than yeah, yeah. but it looks sleazy. You have loud cans on, over your ears, like it loud looks like flashes. with a shirt over you. It makes it look like you have dreadlocks. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I kind of look like um, the guy from True Romance. So uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman in True Romance a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know his character's name, but um, that's funny. But you do kind of like that's hilarious. Uh, maybe a little bit like uh, what's that oh, man? He's a newer. He's a newer. I think he's a rapper. Um, sh he was in. He was in Spencer Confidential. <laughs> I don't know. Spencer uh, Confidential. Yeah, with Mark Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> anyway, you look like that guy. Um, <laughs> this is all very he good. A, he, he has Everybody. a name, not name. It's like it's not a normal name. It's it's a rapper's name, but he's a white rapper. Mm. Anyway, um, uh, Counting Crows. But. Counting crow. Oh, yep, yep. You do. Oh, that's my like, bank uh, password. Counting crow. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's another thing. If you want, if you have a password out there, you want to tell people about. Uh, I'd say use a platform like this. Um, uh, but I would say, in just to, I mean, very briefly, the simple things that a person can do are um, making sure that every every website they go to has a unique password it'd be best to have your password be a long string of numbers and characters you do not you cannot or you're choosing not to memorize um or is long enough you can't memorize and then putting that all into a password manager and then having just one password to remember that is uh how you unlock that password manager i also think it's i i personally don't use any password manager that connects to a cloud or online i like to have it all in house um I even go as far as to write everything down on a piece of paper, which I know it took me weeks to do it. And if anybody is really interested in this privacy and security stuff, I got over very overwhelmed early on. So I took a lot of breaks, meaning like the moment I felt overwhelmed, I'd walk away and then I'd come back a few days later and I'd usually naturally find my way back. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm excited to get back into this. Um, but but I. Yeah, I, it did be kind. Of, it, I wanted to answer your question from earlier, and I don't. I don't quite know why this topic like lit a fire. Maybe I just needed a hobby at that moment. But, but I do think that it was something that I do feel like, like you said, the utility of it is beneficial for my future. Keeping and honestly, our world is not going to stop or is not going to pause or go backward. So, mm. 
learning about it is only going to help me learning about the future of it. Like, like eventually we're all going to have to have a different practice about how we log online or whatever that, whatever that is, uh, eventually someday. And some like things are just going to change and it's probably going to be growing pains for a number of people. If a person gets into this stuff now, when they don't, when they're not, it's not an emergency that they have to, you know, or it's not, it's not by force, then it'll be easier to understand and wrap your head around these things that come later. Um, that's what I think anyway. Uh, but learning this gave me that self-confidence, that self-reassurance that um, helped me to also tackle other projects and things. Like I, I decided, let me see if I can replace my catalytic converter in my car. And I'm not a catalytic converter. Oh my gosh, no, I, that's soldering. Um, you were my stealing starter, my catalytic converters. You're like, I wonder if this will help me learn how to steal my neighborhood's catalytic yes. converters and sell for copper. Sell them right back to the neighborhood people because they also love copper. But um, uh, but I replaced the starter in my Toyota, and um, that gave me a sense of self accomplishment. Yeah, that I can imagine. Like these, it all just yeah, it all just kind of like you know, builds on itself. So it's not just about the topic, but uh, the topic is interesting enough. I don't, I, I do it's love empowering. learning about it. I, yeah, empowering. That is, and that is the key word that I was looking for earlier. Um, and uh, yeah, it's the empowering, that feeling of empowerment, it, it it's, it's, addi it's addictive enough that that's probably what I'm chasing more than than the than all the information surrounding cybersecurity because there's so many things that I do like you just using a new like I I started playing Steam games on this laptop that I usually don't use Windows laptops but I I know because they're more in they're more they're not as secure as Apple or at least out of the box not as secure but I felt confident in learning about how to secure that how to secure one because I had already learned about the general cybersecurity about mm -hmm. other stuff. So it all it all kind of uh, funnels into my sense my sense of self worth, um, regardless of the the actual topic itself. So um, if you want to learn to juggle, get into cybersecurity. Great. <laughs> well, Joe, what do you think? Um, do you have any questions, or should we move on to the best part of Shut Up? I love it. Well, we couldn't get a straight answer on what's the best porn website, so let's get to the ratings. And this is how the ratings um, work. What's that? Did, did you have a, another? Uh, did you have a website? No, I, I did. I I just was saying I did give one. I gave a legitimate one, the porn porn one. But that's fine. Is that is that you a real what? one? I don't know. I don't know, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> ah. You're trying to bait me into looking it up. The ratings, everybody. <laughs> We're gonna rate cybersecurity on a scale of zero to ten using something else as the basis for our rating system. So that other thing could be some sort of security. Or it could be chocolate chip cookies because they make you feel warm and fuzzy inside, and so does cybersecurity. And if that doesn't make sense, Sasha and I will go fist. So, Sasha. Even if it makes sense to me, I think you should go first. All right, I'm going to go first. I'm going to rate cybersecurity on a scale of medieval armor. So, mm -hmm. medieval armor, you know, big knight's armor, it can be cumbersome, uh, it could even pinch you with some of the the joints things like that oh. um so that's hard it's heavy you got to be strong to carry or carry it um but it looks pretty cool and threatening and you know when the sword does hit you you're glad you had that medieval armor 
Bingo. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. give that medieval armor a 7 out of 10. Mm. Woo! Now, cybersecurity, I'm not the best with cybersecurity, just a little bit, but not Gushing, really. too much gushing. Pro- yeah, there, you can't have as much gushing as I have without with having good cybersecurity. <laughs> I would say it's probably in the negatives overall. Um, but I do think cybersecurity is a good thing. It's something we should do, uh, but it doesn't look cool. Mm-mm. So it's going to be a 6 out of 10. <gasps> Ooh, that's higher than I thought it was going to be. All right. I'm Just the necessity. The necessity of it makes it a six. All right. All right. I'm going to compare cybersecurity to cyborgs. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. It's a well, uh, keep going. I'm cybernetic and organism, right? It's a portmanue. <laughs> I'm reading the definition manure. of it. <laughs> I'm reading the definition off of Google, which we mentioned <laughs> earlier on this program. <laughs> But um, yeah, cyborgs are great, and I—they are among us. Like, did you did you, did you know? Like, there are out there. Anybody and the waning hours of this episode is when you're going to reveal <laughs> that there's cyborgs out there. There are people with pacemakers, right? They're cyborgs. I think technically, I mean, that's I probably guess a cyborg, yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. Electronic limbs as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're that's how us. we move towards the singularity. Sure. We are moving towards singularity. All right. And cyborgs are right there ahead, ahead of us, ahead of all of us. I don't know about you. I'm not a cyborg uh, just yet. So I, uh, I would give cyborgs um, an eight out of ten. Like, great. Wow. Like, do it. Like, you know, whatever keeps you alive, whatever keeps you. <laughs> You know, doing the things that you enjoy doing in life, um, but I want to know who you are. Like, tell tell me, like, if you're a cyborg in well, general. Well, what do you want? Like, cyborgs to wear like a certain patch on their arm or something? Like, it no, seems no, very I, fascist and dangerous. No, I just because like I want to make friends with the cyborgs. Oh, I see. Yeah, like more like I I want to know if I have a friend who is a cyborg and I want to make a friend. There's got to be a, a question that you can ask, like a blanket question that. It would be answered in a certain way if a person was a cyborg. Uh, mm-hmm. You find a turtle upside down on the road, and <laughs> I forget the rest. What of do you it. do? Uh, it, yeah. uh, oh, that's great! That's a great one. I forget the rest of it. Okay. I um, basically right want there. friends. I need new friends, yeah, yeah. and if they happen, <laughs> if they happen to be cyborgs, then happier. I'm even happier. You just feel uh, that your non-cyborg connections are gone, <laughs> so you're like, okay, let me try to cast a more specific net, and maybe I'll get somebody. Exactly. Anybody who wants to be my friend, I will be your friend, hacker or not, no matter what Ooh. hat you prefer. Um. So yeah, cyborgs, eight out of ten. Cybersecurity, man, oh, it sounds like a great, great thing to do. But it's such <laughs> a like left brain activity that I'm not oh, yeah. gonna do it. Oh, For hi sure. puppy. I just can't. I'm living in the right brain these days. I'm just like allowing my right brain to take over as much as it can. I don't know if that that's means anything to you. Yeah, like no, just listening to music, dancing, like literally. Like yeah, that's improvising all, all yep. day. Improvising, uh writing if I can, talking to y'all, just just cracking playing the drums. drums i know playing you're always drums. playing those drums Never. <laughs> nothing in this room defines me uh but yeah seriously i i just living in the right brain and I, the left brain is it's not good for me but maybe one day i will come back to the left brain and i will 
then protect myself from the bad cyborgs. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, I know. Have a, you, yeah. you with a child, you definitely got to deal with the right brain. More. Yes. And so I give it nine out of 10. I'll give cybersecurity nine nice. out of 10. It's very important. I just, I just. For a total 13 wow. so far. I did not expect. These are higher grades. Let's see than if I we can get it at least a quinceanera by the end of the episode with Nate's score. Oh, All right. Let's to, see. Let's see. He has to amp his up now. If, yeah, if she's growing up. By the way, Joe, I heard you say the word net earlier. It makes me think of the movie The Net. If you all, if anybody out there wants to learn uh, what the hard hitting facts about internet, go watch The Net. Oh yeah, it made me think of um, the Russian word net. Net, mm. <laughs> which is no. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah, which is a way to express your refusal. That's right. Russian. That's right. Yeah. Um, no and I believe in Russia, right? Yeah. That's that's uh, that's the Russian improv. Um, I <laughs> would say my scale is going to involve exercise because uh, that's something that I feel is it. I guess it's not necessary for a person to do, but if you want to live a happier, healthier life, I do think it uh, gives many endorphins. Um, just and like the dog you're petting. Just like the dog. Oh, endorphins. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um. um I would give exercise because it's a have to, though I do. I mean, I love running. I love it. Uh, so Oof. aside from that, uh, exercise can be a little arduous to have to make time for some days. So but it's necessary even when I don't do it. Uh, it's still necessary. So I'm going to give exercise a nine oh. out of ten. Mm -hmm. And I'm only leaving that one to grow on. But um, oh, yeah. for it to be get better in my life but um uh and the importance of exercising is tops i think the importance of cybersecurity at the end of the day so i will give cybersecurity content um and research i guess i'll give it a seven though i think <laughs> I don't th I think you're right. A, it's not cool, Joe, but also it's like it's not something that a lot of people want to talk about. But that's also why I can talk about it a lot, because I don't talk about it that much. So when I do, I kind of just you gush, of, you gush, I go, mm. I go. But it's not out of passion of the <laughs> of the subject as much as out of passion of having learned it. Um, right. And oh. also good, good advice, you know, but um, but I don't gush as much about exercising. Uh, but anyway. Exercising is a nine. I'll give uh, cybersecurity a seven. Okay. Well, a lot of excited yeah. person in this room about yeah, the topic. but still some good points on the board. Still good points. Still yeah. good points. Still wow, good points. I've learned things today. Uh, Nate, thank you so much for coming back on Shut Up. I love it podcast. Thanks for having me. What's going on with honeymoon these days? What are those Wednesdays that you keep talking about? Tell us. The, the first, uh, the first and third Wednesday. Forget about them. It's the second and fourth <laughs> Wednesdays of every month at good. 9 p.m. at the club's house. And Upstairs Joe or I, downstairs. Upstairs, great question. Upstairs, yeah. um, uh -huh. Sasha's played with us before. Um, we great want that to happen team. again. Joe, you should play with us as well. Um, but also, I direct a video we're going to have back very soon. And um, we have one show in uh, in December, but then next year we'll kick kick the ground running in the second week and then the hey. fourth week. Amazing. Hey, 
Love it. Great. Uh, Joe, what's happening? What's happening to you currently? Besides well, wearing those dreadlocks and being <laughs> naked on camera. I did turn the light on, though. Nobody likes seeing me now. Uh, so go to JoeCabello.com. There's an email sign up. I want you to sign up for the emails because that's when you'll find out when the bottoms <laughs> up careful. hard liquor. <laughs> yeah, it's going to fish you completely. The security on my WordPress site. <laughs> and that's so good. <laughs> Uh, go sign it up because the Bottoms Up Hard Liquor Omnibus, it's Hell the yeah. full 150-page comic book, will uh, physical be Physical copy. Yeah, physical. a big chunking book. Chunking. That, uh, Can't hack a physical copy. That's how no. you'll find it. No. And you'll be, be able to buy it digitally if you're someone who doesn't like to collect paper. Um, but it will have a Trojan virus connected to it. So you pick. Look forward to that. And if you want to me to hack your emails... Sign up for my upcoming class in January on scriptanatomy.com, another website that will probably fish you. Or not. I don't know. I, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to promise. I'm not going to promise. And I'll Thank, say. Yeah, please say it. I'm just saying say to the audience out there, I barely, barely scratched the surface on barely. things that a person can do to up their security game online. So. Take what I said with a grain of salt, but I'd say go more towards what Joe is saying. Don't take my word for it. Maybe seek out these other these other more informal, um, more informational. This is the inspiration. Now go get the education. Boom, boom, and you can do that going by going to pornporn.porn. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth. Salute for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And thank you for listening. You've been hacked.